Graffiti Japan. Faders. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And in episode number 651, we do not disappoint. No, 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 not at all. In this episode, I met up with our good friend and uh, fellow podcaster, Pat Dixon, who is the host and creator of the New York City Crime Report podcast. And uh, me and Pat, we had a little Thunderdome episode rockin'. Uh, I read stories about Japan, and he read stories about New York, and it was pretty awesome. And up faders i'm gonna be honest my studio is hot my studio is super hot it's like 40 degrees centigrade in this uh, in the studio and uh actually what would that be fahrenheit like a billion degrees fahrenheit (laughs) something like that um anyway yeah uh, enough said it was hot and so yeah i was drinking beers and uh yeah i drank a little bit too fast because they were ice cold and delicious so by the end of this podcast i'm a little bit too faded to carry on but hey you know what i think i did a pretty good job and you know what because i'm getting super faded in this episode i think well, if you are of a reasonable age, uh, I guess in Japan, 20, in America, 21, in uh, Europe, 5, 6. I, I think there is no drinking age <laughs> in Europe. But uh, yes, if you're legally able to drink and if you're not babysitting, if you're not driving, if you're not rolling around on roller skates, yeah, have a couple of beers with your boy Johnny and enjoy this podcast because this podcast is a faded one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good in all honesty. And oh, yeah, at the beginning of this podcast, uh, actually, me and Pat were just talking. We're just hanging out. We're talking. I was recording. And uh, yeah, we just kind of turned it into a podcast, and then we just started doing the news, so, uh, yeah, (laughs) because, actually, before we do any podcast, especially with a guest, we kind of hang out and talk for, like, 20, 30 minutes, and a lot of times, we take that footage, that footage, (laughs) that audio footage, and we put it on our Patreon, it's just another reason why you should sign up for the Patreon, because we got all sorts of goodies up there, so if you want to hear, like, the full conversation that we had before we actually started turning this into kind of a, a loose podcast, go to our Patreon page, sign up. It's five bucks. Support the show. Help us out. It, it pays for the hosting of the show and it pays for uh, uh, beers and wines and whiskeys and sakes and shochus and all that fun stuff that we love to drink on the show with you. So uh, yeah, do that and then you get the keys to the city. All right, all right, all right. Johnny, shut the fuck up. You're just rambling on. All right. Without further ado, faders, enjoy this episode. <laughs> and uh-huh. so they go oh. in there and they're like, what are you talking about? I have to wear a mask? 
that doesn't make any sense in my country. They're like, all right, whatever. All right, bye. bye. You know, they walk away. Oh, you. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> oh shit! But you don't use that. You probably just put on the mask and you know, you know, be a, oh, a yeah. fucking good guy. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm a fucking idiot. I'm so polite. You know what? You know what? Get this, man. This is how fucking polite I am. I I'm so polite that I get pissed off when people are aren't polite, dude. Get this. Just yesterday, I was riding my bike. And I'm riding my bike and say, I don't fucking take the trains. I hate the trains, right? They're too crowded. Everybody smells. It's fucking like 100 degrees outside. Well, then again, I was riding my bike. It's 100 degrees outside, right? And I'm in this part it's of the degrees. 100 degrees, which is like maybe 35 degrees uh, Celsius centigrade here. No, no. I was saying you get a breeze when you're on the bike, so it's not so bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That too, yeah. So yeah. I'm going uphill, right? And I'm sweating like a fucking bitch, dude. I'm like, oh, my God. And then there's not too many people on this uh, sidewalk and the sidewalk is narrow. And I see this foreign guy. Right. And I can tell he's American just by the way he's dressed. Right. You kind of get that eye. Right. Mm. So I see this American guy and the street, the sidewalk gets really narrow because there's a little bit of construction. So I stop my bike, you know, on kind of like a hill and I move my bike over so he can walk by. Right. And so I smile and I nod. We call it the guy gene nod. Whenever you like, you know, see another foreigner, you kind of like, hey, you know, how's it going? I'm a foreigner, too. Right. It's kind of like a thing. Right. So I did yeah. that, and this guy gave me the stink eye. He gave me the stink eye. Like, like I farted in his face. He, he went like, ah. And then he turned his head like this as he walked away. So I saw the back of his head. And I'm there with my bike to the side on a hill. And I go, they're fucking shit. Piss me off, dude. Piss me off. Yeah. You worked so hard for that guy, Jing Nod, man. I mean, you're chugging it up that hill, and this motherfucker denied you. Yeah, What I a know. dick. I, I stopped. I got out of his way. He walked by. And yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was pissed. That ate at me for like hours afterwards. And then I realized, hey, I've got a podcast. I can talk shit to a million people. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Fuck that dude. Mm. Next time you see him, no nod. Oh, no, no nod. I think I'll confront him. If I go to like any place around here that I know and I see that guy, he'd be like, You. <laughs> if your girlfriend broke up with you or went second or some shit, okay, it's cool. But you know, fucking yeah, dude, what the fuck was up with that? Wonder what his problem was. I mean, yeah, it's like maybe he hates the guy Jingnan. Maybe he's like, uh, you know, kind of being like, hey, why? Just because we're from the same, you know, whatever. I mean, you know what? He probably was French. No, he was definitely American. You could tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell American from France. Even in Japan, I guess it's, it's probably oh. even more obvious. Oh, yeah. You Europeans, you can pretty much tell the difference between Europeans and Americans. You know, Canadians and Americans are a little tough unless they're from Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> then they're wearing the Canadian tuxedo, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they're from Vancouver, or Toronto, yeah, it's, an, it's next to impossible. <laughs> you can, Europeans are easy to spot, man, because they always look like they pee sitting down. That's a thing there. That's a thing there. Yeah. yeah. I stayed at my friend's house for a little while when I was in Germany. He's like, it's only you have to pee sitting down. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you're not laughing. Well, are you serious? <laughs> Good one, Hans. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Jesus fucking great. You have to pee sitting down. Yeah, I don't know when I'm finished. I'm like, oh, whoa, no, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, God. There's piss everywhere now. Peed on the wall, on the ceiling. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah. If I pee sitting down, that's not a pee. That it's that's an attempted shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Why do you pee sitting down if you're a guy? I mean, that's that's like one of the benefits of being like a dude, right? 
I mean, I don't want to exactly. get this or anything, but I mean, I love being able to pee standing up. I mean, dude, I've peed out the window of so many cars when I was in high school. I mean, it was a thing back then, but yeah. You, know, you see yeah, sure. pull up and stuff. You're like, yeah, you know, and it's like pretty much sprays all over your car. It's a bad idea. Don't do it. But yeah, we did it. <laughs> it's it, they want to shame you for having a dick. That's what it's all about. The anti-masculinity thing. It's sweeping the West. And, and I suppose, uh, yeah, they, they're trying to get they call it toxic masculinity. You know, I don't know toxic. exactly what's a toxic. Yeah, toxic. Exactly. <laughs> Toxic. I'm never coming back to the States, man. I, I think I'll just die. <laughs> I'll just melt. Yeah. I'll be like the Wicked Witch and fucking Wizard of Oz. I'm melting. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> you guys are insane. Hey. <laughs> it's, yeah, you won't be able to deal with it, man. I mean, it, it, it's 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 so out in the open, too. You know, just like, yeah, we're trying to kill masculinity and all that shit. Now, let me ask you a question about porn, though, because uh, oh, I, I, I see all the time like Japanese, like, uh, you know, supposed to be like a hidden camera porn or something. And they have these places, right, where these women will go get a massage. But it's like a pussy massage and they come, uh, you know, they and they seem it seems to take them off guard like, oh, oh we, you know, like. And, and they, whoever it is, it's sometimes like a technician. Sometimes it seems more like a medical thing. Sometimes it's more like a, a healing massage kind of a thing. But they, you know, will get these women off. And it looks like, you know, it's it's supposed to look like security footage or something like that. Or like a hidden camera, I guess. Not security I've footage. Never, yeah. I've never been to a place where I saw that happening. So it's got to be a porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably, you know, you figure everything is fake, right? But it's just like it, when you have that one separation, one degree separation or a couple of, de- of cultural difference, you know, you got, well, hell, I don't know how they do it in Japan. Um, no, I've Maybe got a buddy. Just- I got a buddy. Um, uh, all right. We call him Mr. Y and he's a notorious uh, pimp. And um, anyway, yeah, he's made tons of adult videos. I mean, like a lot. I mean, he used to give me DVDs. Like, I mean, like when I, oh, this is so crazy. When I, when I first met this guy, right? Like, he's like, yeah. he told me that he had a T-shirt company. So I was like, oh, awesome. You got a T-shirt company and stuff. So I gave him, I made T-shirts out of some of my artwork, right? And then I'm like, dude, I got all these T-shirts. You got to sell them. He's like, no, nah, dude, actually, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in that business. I'm kind of in the sex business. And he pulled out his phone and showed me all these hookers and stuff and all these videos that he made. And then he's like, here, listen, here's some DVDs. And he gave me a handful of DVDs. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What? I've got the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What the fuck? thing of the past. <clears throat> but it's crazy. You have any, like, yeah, like porno on vinyl, right? Remember record oh, yeah. players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or VCR porn. I had some, the first porn I saw was VCR porn. And oh, man, yeah. it, it's, you know, like, I guess the quality was quite a dip, but uh, oh, the storylines, right? Oh, Debbie does Dallas. But um, yeah, um, you know what? Okay. This is what I say to people whenever they ask me about something about Japan. I say, it's probably true. Because in Tokyo, pretty much anything and everything has happened in the city. If you could imagine it, especially something sexual, oh, it's been done. Oh, yes. Yeah. And if it's on <laughs> video, it's probably, some of it's probably real. Because this is the country that invented squid porn and squid sex, okay? So, I mean, mm. if, if you're thinking about a guy, like, massaging a girl at a massage parlor, and there's massage parlors here all over the place, all over the place. Most of them are clean. But the thing is, it... In all honesty, it's probably been done. Seriously. 
Yeah. Well, there's a lot of videos that are exactly alike. So, I mean, like, I, I just had to wonder. And then there's a lot. That there, there's a lot of variations of it, too. Sometimes it's a man. Sometimes it's a woman. Sometimes it's two women. But they make it seem as if, yeah, like, yeah, this is um, some kind of rite of passage for the young woman. She comes in and, uh, man, they just like, I, I can't. It, it, it's almost against her will. That's the thing is it always seems to be a little bit against her will. So, um, you know, look. I, I was just curious. You know what? I, I might be. You told me what I wanted to hear, which was that it's real. That's what I wanted to hear. I might be responsible for this, actually. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, mean, I might be completely responsible for this. I was hanging out with Mr. Y. Okay. Me and Mr. Y, we play pool together. I, I love pool. I'm a, I've played pool like maybe once a week, sometimes twice a week. I love it. Right. It's my game. Yeah. But the thing is, like, me and Mr. Y, we play pool, right? And uh, this one time, you know, we're playing pool and I never talked to him about his business. You know, I mean, when I when I first met him, I was like, holy shit, you know, and I asked him all these questions or whatever. But then after a while, you know, we just became friends. And I it's, it's he's just like a guy that has a job. Right. That's very unique. I mean, he doesn't right. talk to me about my job unless he buys my artwork, which he does do sometimes. But anyway, so <clears throat> anyway, this one time we're playing pool and I was talking to him and stuff about like, you know, like videos. Right. And I was like, you know, what's really popular right now is this stuff called casting couch. He's like. What are you talking about? Casting couch. I'm like, dude, check this out. It's like a casting couch kind of thing. And I showed it to him. And he's like, hmm, hmm, which means interesting. And then that was uh, it. So now if this is like a big thing happening right now, I probably started it. <laughs> I mean, damn, that's amazing. I don't know. Mm. I, can have, I can call him. I, I don't know. I, he doesn't speak English. So but, uh, that's um, all right. So you were playing some pool. I I, I shot some uh, billiards last night myself down uh, over at Amsterdam billiards. I, what what game do you like? I just play straight pool, just like old school straight game. Pool, shit. Hmm? You're talking about eight ball, but straight pool. Yeah, just straight pool. Yeah, it's basically what wow, that's old school, man. Uh, Jesus, you don't ever. I mean, that's what I like to play too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I actually kind of forgot. It's been so long since I shot. I went down there last night. I, I we just went ahead and like racked it up and played eight ball. Uh, I mean the little lady, but uh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. straight pool is an interesting game. But yeah. you don't bust up the rack, you know. You just barely tap it, you know, and uh, play a lot of safeties and shit like that. It's it's a completely different game. A lot of people it, here it really have not played it. Depends on how much you drink, actually. <laughs> you <laughs> kind of fucked up and shit, you know. So it's cool. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's fun. It's a great sport, and you know, it's not so popular in Japan. It was really, really popular in Tokyo for a while. And there's like all these billiard places. But for some reason, it just kind of switched over to darts, like uh, the electric game darts, the video game darts. So pretty much like, you know, you go to a pool hall or billiards and you're uh, what you call it. You're there and you're playing pool and stuff. And like the whole place is full of people playing darts with all these fucking like, you know, it's like game darts, like video game darts with all these fucking you know whenever like they they hit something or whatever it's fucking annoying and shit and sometimes the music's yeah. so low we're all years like all this fucking like eight bit music so yeah <laughs> kind of people into ping pong there a lot of ping pong because they had ping pong at the pool hall uh, that i went to last night i was thinking about getting in a game but i didn't no not really i mean you can play ping- you can play like i said tokyo you can do anything you want in the city anything oh well sure yeah i'm sure it exists yeah i was just wondering if it was uh if it was big and popular i mean people i guess china or whatever plays a lot of ping pong i i didn't know if uh that was the case in japan definitely china uh no japan's more darts 
Darts is huge. Yeah, yeah, like whenever I go to like any kind of a pool hall anywhere around here, it, it's always like most of the people are playing darts and shit. And so, which is cool for me because the thing is, there's always a table. I've never had a problem getting a table unless you, you go to like nice. a bar that only has one table and you're just like, fuck, you know? How about uh, in the 90s and early 2000s? Was it Golden Tea? Did you have Golden Tea, that machine? We called it's it a, it's a golf over here. Golf. Wait, are you talking about porn? What's going on? <laughs> golf. Uh, oh, golf. Golf is huge here, but it's a more of like a, a businessman's game. You know, like people that work in sales or people own companies and CEOs, like the average show doesn't play golf here because I mean, Japan's like such a small country. So like golf yeah. courses, I mean, to have a golf course, to go to a golf course is really expensive. I'm sure. Well, I was talking about the video game version. It was huge here. Don't worry about it. It was called Golden Tea. Uh, you saw it in every bar. It was like uh, everywhere where there was darts, you you, you could bet your, your life there was going to be Golden Tea. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, one of those things of the past. Now you never see it. Everybody plays video games at home now, and they play them with everybody all over the world. And they're, and they're uh, you know, like shooting themselves on, uh, I guess, Twitch or whatever it is. It's nuts. Is it, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah, do you get a, do you do that? Do you do Twitch? Uh, you know, we did Twitch a little bit when we had a podcasting studio, like an official studio, but uh, yeah, that ended drastically. But um, yeah, that that guy, what's his name? He's a very, very, very famous Swedish gamer. Like he does on Twitch. Beeple, Bleeple, is that his name? <laughs> I don't know, man. No, no, God damn it. <laughs> No, but this guy, he's like a really, really famous, like, uh, what you call it? Swedish uh, gamer, right? And I think his name Weasel. is Bleeple. Something like that. I don't know. I'm fucking, I, I'm not in the scene, so I don't know. I should know he was on South Park or some shit. But anyway, he moved to Japan, him, his girlfriend, and his two dogs or something, right? And he was like yeah. talking about like coming to Japan and all this stuff, whatever. It was in the news. Like, oh, this guy Bleeple just came to Japan, blah, 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 blah. He's a very famous Twitcher or like the most famous Twitch guy or whatever. And I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. <clears throat> And so a couple of days later, I was walking up the street and I live in like a, I live in a Megro where there's like a big river. Right. And it's like a very famous river for having beautiful trees and very, very beautiful cherry blossoms or whatnot. So I'm there and I'm fucking walking and shit, just dressed normally and stuff. And I see this tall fucking white dude. Right. This dude is tall. He's blonde. He's skinny and he's jogging and he's wearing gold shorts gold shorts a, he's wearing a blue mm. tank top and he's wearing these fucking really weird colored like shoes and he's jogging and he's jogging really weird and the thing is in my neighborhood in this area people that are international they've been living in japan for a long time right so yeah. people that just moved to japan they kind of moved to, they kind of live in other little areas and stuff so to see somebody that just that's i mean somebody that's really rich he's obviously super rich that uh, just moved to japan Dude, that's dressed like that and jogging on the street where nobody fucking jogs. I was just like, holy fucking shit. That's the guy. And you could tell he was European just by the way he was dressed, you know, going back to our earlier conversation, because nobody wears yeah. gold, shiny, like running shorts. I mean, it was like something from like Austin Powers, like Mr. Gold or whatever. Yeah, dude, it was crazy, dude. I saw that. That's guy. bleeple. Huh? Definitely. That had to be bleeple. Had to be. God, I'm, I'm going to Google this shit. I hate Googling <laughs> stuff on a podcast, but we're calling this guy. Ble you know, there's probably like a podcaster or somebody named Bleeple that's listening to us. And he's like, that wasn't me. I'm still living in Ohio. You know, I I am the only Bleeple. All right. I'm going to I'm going to start. I'm going to start in Queens, if it's all right with you, John, because I, I, I really feel the need to get into crime stories. I and mean, there's insult. There's interesting shit here. 
uh, coming up later, uh, some swastikas. We'll talk about it. Uh- hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. 
If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade. And it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. What's going on in Tokyo? Tell me about it. Let's see what I got. You know, I mean, we were talking about porno earlier, and um, I think I'm going to continue with that topic. Here we go. 200 panties found in underwear thieves home. Please. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Do I have to read more? (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) I just read the headline. I'm like, and that's the show, folks. <laughs> Very judgmental. They're calling him an underwear thief just he's got 200 panties in his home. They could be his. They could be his. Uh, <laughs> but I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. All right, let me continue. Police in Nagoya, Aichi Prefecture have arrested a 41-year-old man on suspicion of stealing women's underwear from the balcony of her apartment. Police said they identified the suspect. Suto Yosumo Yomimashita, who lives in Oharu, Aichi Prefecture. Rolls off the tongue. Oh, yeah, it's a tongue twister. Say that three times, faders, especially after all the beers I've been drinking. Um, <clears throat> after analysis of street surveillance camera footage, Tokai TV reported police said that he was arrested on Wednesday and a search of his apartment turned up 200 pairs of panties, women's panties. Uh, Yamajura, a company employee, is accused of stealing one pair of panties from the first floor balcony of a woman in Nakagawa Ward, Nagoya, in mid-May. Police said there they have found five reports of women's underwear thefts in the area since June. Police said has admitted to the charges and quoted him as saying that he, quote, got off on collecting women's underwears. That's how I got my kicks. End quote. Well, there you go, dude. I mean, this guy really doesn't need a lawyer. What do you think? <laughs> nah, I'd say that he's pretty much it's it's an open and shut case of panty theft. I mean, what do you need 200 pairs of panties for? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, you, there's not even two, even if they were soiled. OK, there's yeah. only uh, there's only four basic vagina smells, really. You know what I mean? Basically four that I know of. I can break them down into four. I think you got like a real clean blonde flavor. You know, I think of as blonde, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. There. And then you got something a little sharper, you know, that's like, a you know, a little bit, you know, I, the women like to call it sweet and spicy, but it's really like, you know, good and stinky. And then uh, there's uh, 
basically the only other two variations are those two women when they're on the last day of the period. Well, you know, I mean, maybe he was like collecting them, you know, for sexual reasons, or maybe he's trying to buy or make a real big slingshot or something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's an inventor. (laughs) He's like, I just need 201. If I have 201, I can make this. I can do it. You know, or I don't know. It's like, uh, let's be creative. You know, I mean, what? What was that movie? A weird science where those two guys were like bras on their head. Maybe this guy needed 200 panties on his head, like a big helmet. And he was going to make like a some kind of synthetic girl or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he could be an artist of some sort. You know, he could, there's a lot of possibilities, I suppose. I, I guess uh, with the, with that many panties, uh, sooner or later, you just start using them to get your blowing your nose in them. You know, it's a hanky. It's a fucking, you know, he, he, well, you're probably blowing more than your nose in them. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> At least eventually you're like, uh, you know what? I'm still blowing my nose. I could probably blow something else. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, uh, women's panties in, in Japan, though, are highly sought after. You have underwear theft. That's not uncommon. No, no, it's it's a thing. It's, it's a huge thing. I mean, this story right here happens probably once a month or so. Um, 200 <laughs> is actually a big number for us. Usually it's like 50 or something like that. Or I don't know, sometimes. And why do they why do they give the number of, of pairs of panties? I mean, it's <laughs> because dude, somebody has to count it. And he's like, fuck it. I fucking touched 200 pairs of dirty fucking panties. I want that number around there. Besides, I mean, yeah. this guy's going to go to fucking jail for a long time for this. Because, I mean, if it was like 15 pairs, you know, I don't know. Like, if you get busted for stealing 15 pairs of panties, do you go to jail longer than somebody that stole like 200? I mean, you must. 200 I pairs. Think it, I think anything over 100, it becomes a felony. Yeah. <laughs> it's a felony. God. <laughs> felony panty theft. It's like, uh, you know, you can steal up to $1,000 worth of shit out of the grocery store here now. And, and supposedly... They're not going to prosecute that, oh. I think. Uh, yeah, supposedly. It, yeah, you can't really. It, it, there's a difference in policy and law. But I think with panties, I mean, I don't know, man. You could put 200 pairs of panties on a scale. It's not going to weigh that much more than 75 pairs of panties. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest right here. I mean, this is Japan. The panties are kind of smaller than American panties. Mm-hmm. So whatever number you're thinking or like uh, how many pounds you're thinking of kilos or whatever, it's probably like maybe ten percent that the panties here are actually relatively small. Seriously, I was thinking grams. Yeah, maybe ounces. <laughs> I got fifty grams in the back, man. <laughs> I've got tea bags. I've got thongs. I got everything you need. <laughs> See now, you and I, I. From what I understood in Japan, uh, you had uh, uh, panty vending machines. Oh yeah, we used to have those. I haven't seen one of those in a long time, actually. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got rid of most of that that really dirty kind of weird shit because of the Olympics. Like before, there's like pre-Olympics Japan and there's after Olympics Japan, right? Post-Olympics Japan, I guess you could say. And because like we got the Olympics, all of a sudden the city is like, oh, shit, we got to clear all this stuff up that's on the Internet. Right. And so like a lot of that stuff disappeared. Like, God, when was the last time I saw one of those? And those were soiled panties in, in right there in the fucking vending machine, right? Soiled or not? Worn yeah, once, no, but not. Soiled. They come in these little tubes, and then in the tube, there's a photo of the girl that wore them, and then there's her panties. And, you know, and then if you look at them, sometimes you'll see, like, you know, you know stuff in there that's women-oriented, like pubic hairs and shit. But, um, yeah, oh. but there's certain places where you can still buy those. And um, 
when a D Simon from the Sick and Wrong podcast came out to Japan and he, he fucking like contacted me. He's like, Johnny, I want to see some weird shit. And I was like, well, your podcast is sick and wrong and you came to the right guy. So basically I, I took him to an area of Tokyo and it has this like all sorts of weird underground shit. And I was like, okay, man, knock yourself out. You know, <laughs> what area is that? <laughs> huh? What area is that? It's a certain part of Akihabara that I'm not going to say because I don't want, I mean, all right, faders, if you're, faders, if you're coming to Japan, contact me, give me a DM, right? And I'll tell you exactly where to go or we'll get some beers and I'll take you there, right? But the thing is, it's just, I don't want to put that on the internet because I mean, if I put it on the internet, okay. all of a sudden fucking like everybody's going to go, there's going to be like a tourist area. You're going to get fucking dudes at Mickey Mouse hats oh. and shit there. Whatever. Oh, you mean this is really underground. Like, yeah, you don't want it yeah. to catch on. Well, I'll be damned. Okay. Well, do me a favor. Don't tell the guy. Don't don't tell the um, the guy faded listeners, but tell the New York City crime report listeners real quick. Okay, it's at my house, dude. If you just come to my house, <laughs> I got this whole room in the back. Fifty bucks, I'll give you anything you need. <laughs> hey, speaking of sickos, uh, a sicko says here in the New York Post scrawled three swastikas on a Manhattan sidewalk, and the hate symbols appeared in the rear appeared in the rear of 420 East 61st Street on the Upper East Side. Wait, rear of the, the rear of, appeared on the rear of the of East 61st Street. Yeah, uh, 420 East 61st Street, Upper East Side. And that was about 10, 15 a.m. That's when they appeared uh, June 23rd. Now, police on Saturday released several surveillance photos of the suspect, a 50 year old, five foot nine man weighing 160 pounds. 160 pounds with a medium complexion, medium build, sporting a salt and pepper beard, last seen wearing a baseball cap with the words New York written on the front. You see a guy like that, you've seen a whole lot of people in New York. A dark colored long sleeve shirt with vertical stripes. He's a referee. So, uh, yeah, yeah, the hate crimes task force is investigating. So we got hate crimes this week. I guess I'm doing all hate crimes. Uh, it says hate crimes in the city are up uh, a little bit. I'll get to that in a second, but swastika drawing on a sidewalk. Give me a fucking break. Did he use chalk? I was. I would assume. <laughs> I mean, like, give it. It's then it'll rain. Somebody will hose it off. People will walk over it. Swastikas on a sidewalk. Who gives a shit? Now, if it's directly in front of the home of some Jews, which, let's face it, it probably is. If it's in Manhattan. Uh, you know, I just, I still don't see it. I still don't see it. Yeah. I think you should be good. It's high school shit is what I'm saying. This is like a a very, yeah. I mean, you were in high school. You know what a swastika is. So you draw one and uh, you draw it on your shoe. You draw it on your notebook or some shit like that. Or you just, you know, you just like, you draw all kinds of shit. It doesn't mean that you're now this guy obviously is older than that. But I still don't understand. I mean, I guess scrawling a swastika on the sidewalk is sort of like uh, it's 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 sort of a <laughs> it's a victimless crime, is what I'm saying. And 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 what is the hate crime version of vandalism? I mean, like how do they like like van- there's so much graffiti, there's so much scrawling on everything. We start eliminating symbols and making a big deal. There's not enough Nazis to make a fucking difference, in my opinion. If I was if I was going to walk out of my house and and see a bunch of swastikas, I'd just be like, oh, fuck, dude, that's that's fucking bullshit. That sucks. 
you know, but I'd be more pissed if it was dicks. I'm like, <laughs> dicks? You fucking painted dicks because if somebody paints a dick, dude, it's going to be a big dick. And that dick is going to be bigger than mine. And I'm going to be like, fucking all these dicks are bigger than mine. This is fucking bullshit, man. Well, well of course you draw a dick. I am fucking little... offended, man. If you're painting these big dicks on this fucking sidewalk and shit, they're fucking like at least a hundred times bigger than mine. Oh my God. Look at the size of that dick. Oh God. I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to go through a whole fucking myriad of fucking emotions. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. I, Come on, man. Yeah, why yeah. are you worried about that? You're not using your dick anyway, for real. I mean, what? it's not. I'm a married. Deal. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know me too well shit well, it says here that the uh, the hate the hate uh crime hate crimes in the city up 14 percent this year i think it's reporting is up i don't think hate crimes in the city are up i think reporting is up with 343 compared to the same time in um 2021 302 so okay 40 you see you're talking about 41 additional incidents uh and um that's 14 percent yeah, big. I, I still say, who gives a shit? Especially if it's like uh, drawing swastikas. It's uh, they things can be hate crimes or not hate crimes. A lot is in uh, you know within the uh, what do you call it? The uh, you have a uh, I don't know what the fuck. To, I I, forget, I I've been forgetting common words since COVID. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We'll come to you Japan. Know, like, you know, <laughs> you, forget, you, know like, you forget English fucking after your second day here. You're like, uh, I put my beer in that ice box. Uh, oh, it's up to it's up to. <laughs> yeah, it's up to the, I know it's up to the discretion of the officers or the prosecutors or whoever how they want to charge stuff. It's not a big enough difference to to, to say anything. Anyways, hate crime. Who gives a shit? Hate crimes in the 19th precinct where the where that incident occurred are up 58 percent. Uh, now that's from 12 to 19 incidents. So let's all get a grip. The Anti-Defamation League reported 260 anti-Semitic incidents in New York City from for 2021, including 106 incidents of vandalism. A lot of any time a swastika is drawn backwards, that shit doesn't count. They should not count that. Oh, a backwards that swastika. If, yeah, if they do it wrong, that no self-respecting Nazi does not know how to draw a swastika. They're going to get picked so, up in their Nazi club. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna, um, yeah, there's some kids fucking around, you know, and also, let's see, uh, the most physical attacks the ADL has recorded uh, since it started collecting data more than 40 years ago. That was 51 assaults. So in the state, that's statewide, 51 assaults on on Jews uh, and in schools. 1951? No, uh, 51 assaults, and it's the most since, uh, what, see, more than uh, 40 years ago since they started collecting data. So let's say that's 42 years ago, 19, we'll just call it 1980, I guess. So, uh, you know, I guess back then there was more. Uh, it says the most since they did that. So, yeah, God. You yeah, know what whatever. That's a lot of physical attacks, I guess. Uh, what's that? Next story is something that I hate. SDF official arrested for trespassing in women's changing room. I hate fucking changing rooms because you don't know which one to go into. This story took place in Nagoya in Japan. A 20-year-old member of the Japanese ground 
Self-Defense Force, the JGSDF. Now, that's something that really does not roll off the tongue. Has been arrested for trespassing in a women's changing room at a base in Toyokawa in Aichi Prefecture. According to police, Rio Okano, who was stationed at Camp Toyokawa went into the changing room at around 4.10 p.m. on Sunday, Kyoto News reported. He was seen by a female employee. Okano attempted to flee, but the 46-year-old employee subdued him until police arrived. Now, this is my biggest, biggest fright. Because the thing is, in Japan, sometimes the kanji for men and women look similar and you walk into the wrong room sometimes, and I've done it several times. I've even done it in America, where I walked into the wrong room, and I'm like, oh, shit, and you just walk out and shit, dude. Fucking, if this guy's going to go to jail for this kind of shit, I think all international people in Japan are going to have a lot of fucking problems, dude. This right here is the smoke before the fire, because I shit you not, dude. You go into a fucking, like, a a clothing shop or whatever, they don't have this symbol for men or women. They got the little kanji written, right? And you're like, um... It looks kind of blue and you walk in and also you start taking off your clothes and you're like, oh, shit, dude, those voices are not the voices of dudes. At least I don't think so. And, dude, you can get in some serious trouble, man. I'm serious. According to this guy, this poor guy. Measure measure twice, cut once. You just got to ask somebody if if you're if it's possible you're going to go to jail, you better just ask. I mean, like, first of all, like I in the States, there's no way you accidentally walked into a lady's changing room and like, oh, look at the naked ladies and then like left. I mean, come on. <laughs> you had to have done that on purpose. It's uh, a woman uh, with the woman's symbols. Yeah, <laughs> are very, you know, plain. And, and the thing is with uh, with trans people. We, I don't know if you're doing that there in Japan, but here you just go, well, I'm a woman. And then you're a woman and then you can walk right into the ladies changing room all you want. Wait, I mean, like I'm that? gender fluid. Huh? Could you say that? You'd be like, yo, listen, dude, I'm a yeah. woman. You could say just that. like this. Just yeah. like that. You could say if that. I wanted. Yeah, I could say it. Shit. Well, why does I wouldn't. this guy say that? This guy should be like, dude, I'm a chick. Well, it because he's in Japan, and I guess that shit doesn't fly. I guess it does. You said it was like the fifties there in some ways. You know, it's old school, so yeah, they're like, "Yeah, we uh, a Buddha shit." <laughs> they don't, they don't go for that. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go to Japan and walk into all the wrong fucking places. First chance I get. Uh, you want to hear about a hate crime here? Another hate crime. This one is a fuchsia uh, clad. A fuchsia clad crimes. <laughs> I know they're the worst. Uh, uh, she allegedly pepper sprayed. Now the, here's this is an anti-Asian uh, hate crime. Allegedly pepper sprayed a group of Asian women in Manhattan. Uh, she's on food stamps. Turns out can't afford her two uh, her, her her twenty thousand dollar bail, according to her lawyers. Madeline Barker, forty seven, arrested last month on assault and harassment charges, pushing to be freed from Rikers while her case is pending. God damn. I mean that's a uh, that's uh, first of all twenty grand. If it wasn't against Asians. Or some other, you know, kind of like, uh, I guess, what considered a protected group. If it was, if it didn't involve a hate crime, I bet you anything, uh, they would, they would not even, there would be no bail. If you walked up and pepper sprayed whoever that's that's you know the same as you, you would, this wouldn't be that big of a fucking deal. And they're shaming her here with the food stamps. Like she's poor, she's really poor. Uh, 
they this is why they started getting rid of bail is because as this lawyer says ms barker remains in jail simply because she is indigent poor her lawyers contended so at the time of her arrest yeah she's poor she was unemployed and receiving food stamps prior to that she was a housewife financially dependent on her husband mother of three very successful children it says her attorney said barker has significant personal accomplishments and is educated in fashion and cosmetology she has led a responsible life uh, however, she's just flat broke now and likes to pepper spray Asians. I mean, if you pepper spray people, you might get in trouble. The state's bail reform law requires courts to use the least restrictive method to ensure someone returns to court. I'm pretty sure they can manage to, uh, to, 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 I think she can manage to not pepper spray anybody for a little while. Uh, How can she afford video pepper this spray if she, she can't afford food? Pepper spray can make this shit be expensive. I mean, of all well, you the can, weapons and shit, I mean, a knife, a fork, you know, I mean, a spoon. That's something you can pick up anywhere and shit. But pepper spray, you got to find a place that sells pepper spray. Who, who sells pepper spray? You, you got to go to that pepper spray shop or some shit. Maybe an army uh, surplus. Well, you know, it, it, you can actually get it on EBT card here now with a pepper spray. <laughs> no. Oh, really? It's uh, free? Oh, shit. I didn't no, know. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's also like, uh, you know, it, sometimes you get something that's very spicy and it is uh, almost like pepper spray. I think that it's uh, the, the, looking at the video here now. I have I have video that you can find at uh, nyccrimereport.locals.com. Mm-hmm. That's where it is, nyccrimereport.locals.com. And you see you know, a view of this and, and, you know, she's clearly, yeah, she approaches him with the pepper spray. She doesn't look poor. She looks, you know, like she's doing all right. And her stocking is a little weird there, but uh, whatever. And she, uh, and, but it doesn't look like anybody's damaged from this at all. It looks like maybe no pepper spray came out. Uh, And uh, it's, it, it says she only, she pepper sprayed at least one of the women, but they, they just react like, what the fuck? Oh, this lady's attacking us, you know? They're not like, you know, she's not, they're not grabbing their faces, crying and getting fucked up. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's like a lot, bad, like very bad. little damage. She got the poor man's pepper spray, okay? There's, there's whole levels of it, right? She's like, ah, oh, fuck, you know? I mean, if you're gonna fuck it, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like a 22 a, a caliber compared to like the M60 or whatnot. Yeah, I don't know guns, by the way. But um, yeah, so she didn't have the Rambo gun, you know? Yeah, I think you got it right. She had the, she, she had the poor woman's pepper spray, which is like uh, basically Tabasco or some shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Imagine somebody tried to rape her and she's like, I got you. She's like, oh, fuck, I should have not bought food. People are people are really buying this whole Asian hate thing. Uh, you know, there's another video here, and I'll put the link at nyccrimereport.locals.com, where people have signs, Stop Asian Hate, after a bigot uh, headbutted a man spewed anti-Asian statements at him in Queens this week. And I'll just like, uh, this This will be the last thing I mention here, because I'm double dipping here with the fourth story. But, oh. uh, it, it, but it was related, you know, the it suspect. It's related. Go for it. Yeah, 22-year-old uh, victim, Steinway Street near 34th Avenue, Long Island City. Uh, it's a nice neighborhood over there. Uh, snarled, <clears throat> you Asians are the reason I cannot get a job. You Chinese are scum. Then he slammed his own head into the victim, into the victim's head before taking off. Such a weird thing. I mean, it's like if I was auditioning for a movie as the uh, Asian hater, hate criminal, and that was my line... 
I don't think I could believably say, you Asians are the reason I cannot get a job. You Asians are scum. That's the most ridiculous sounding dialogue that I've ever heard. And it's funny how... Hmm. Now, somebody would go up and say that a victim suffered a chipped tooth, refused medical attention. And uh, yeah, the the unprovoked attack under investigation. Well, it's not unprovoked. I mean, they're keeping him from getting a job. How is that unprovoked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think this guy's pretty ignorant, man. <laughs> the way he's. I'd say so. <laughs> Well, yeah, it goes without saying. That's what I, I mean. Like a 1980s fucking racist movie or some shit, or I don't know. But that, that's, that's totally, yeah. Oh, dude, you think he said in his cool voice, like "You are the ones that make me not able to get a job." Actually, I use too many syllables. Sorry, man. You're the you're the way you're the reason why I cannot get a job. Why? No, I don't know. I, how would you say that in idiot voice? I don't know. You Asian, you're the reason I cannot get a job. You Chinese are scum. But that's kind of like a little Asian kind of accent right there, kind of. I don't know. It's not okay. <laughs> you think that's what he did? <laughs> He's so racist that he said it in a racist accent. <laughs> <laughs> you Asians. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows what accent he said it in, you know? Could have been, oh, okay. yeah. A lot. It just depends, right? I, they don't describe the guy uh, here at all, so we don't know what he looked like. I don't know. Maybe he looked like a famous person. Uh, maybe he looked like Jim Carrey. And he's like, and he looked just like Jim Carrey. Oh, we can't say that, dude. Everybody's going to think Jim Carrey's racist. Maybe that was it. Maybe he looked like Jim Carrey or Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some fucking brazen celebrity comparison. It's like Michael Caine, a guy that looked just like Michael Caine. <laughs> Sorry, we can't say that. Yeah, he, Michael Caine's gonna get pissed again. <laughs> all these, all these fucking celebrities, man, getting in trouble. Do you see Kevin Spacey? He's in. He's like actually going to court now over this fucking shit. You know, like uh, raping young boys or something like that. Are having his way. Again? With- oh God, this guy can't keep his hands up, kids. What? <laughs> all right, you know what? There's one thing that I hate more than hate crimes. It's hate crimes against babies. Here we go. Couple arrested <laughs> after leaving seven. <laughs> you babies are the reason I can't get a job. <laughs> so pissed off. <clears throat> Couple arrested after leaving seven month old baby at home. Police in Sapporo have arrested a 47 year old man and his 25 year old common law wife on suspicion of neglecting their responsibility as guardians after they left their seven-month-year-old son alone at home for eight hours. Now, the dude is almost 50, and his girlfriend or wife kind of is pretty much 20. Oh, this is pretty wild, but kind of typical. According to police... Uh, AKA, AKA she's a shitty mother. (laughs) Dude, she's a kid. She's a kid. And the guy's old, dude. The guy's like, oh, I'm so fucking. Let's go get some beers. And the girl's like, yo, let's go to the club. Yeah, they got a kid. <laughs> There's no way this is going to work out, especially uh-huh. in the kid's favor. According to police, Takashi Uemae, who works at Hokkaido, Hokkaido Television Broadcasting Company, HTB, and Yumeka Sonado, who was unemployed because she's a housewife left their son alone at home about eight hours between 8.30 p.m. on uh, July 2nd at four and 4.30 a.m. on July 3rd, NHK reported. So pretty much the kid was there from 8.30 at night until 4.30 in the morning. 
Sonato came home. Oh, wow. It's an overnight deal. That's hilarious. They left her. They left the kid at home while they went and partied. It wasn't because they both had to work or some shit. Oh, no, 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 no. This is definitely a party thing, dude. And in Japan and in Japan, like the thing is bars, clubs, any place that like provides alcohol is open until you leave. Right. In America, it's like two o'clock. Fucking get the fuck out of here. Right. Or fucking New York, four o'clock. Get the fuck out of here. Japan is just like, well, he's still kind of breathing. He has half a drink and it's 6 a.m. Let's let him be for a little while. You know, you can you can drink until like the fucking sun comes up. You know, it's amazing. I mean, this place here is an alcoholic's paradise. Thus got faded Japan. Okay, let me continue. Um. Sona came home by herself at around 3 a.m. and called police because she had lost her door key, of course, because she was wasted. When police helped her into the apartment, they found a baby crying on a futon. Police said he was not injured. Umeoe came home later, which is kind of strange. Both he and Sonata were drunk, police said. Police said, <laughs> of course, they're drunk. Police said the couple told them that they went out drinking at an izakaya, basically a Japanese pub. Police said they have denied neglecting the child and quoted Sonata as saying that they were using a smartphone app to watch over the baby. Man, that's that's Ow. pretty wild. Didn't that happen in Three Men and a Little Baby? They all went out drinking. They're like, that little bitch is okay. I think I think it was pre pre cell phone pre pre app. That's for sure. Jesus Christ! I, what kind of app? I why didn't they mention the app? Because other people will try the shit, I guess. Yeah, probably. You know, this really makes me nervous about having kids. Because if I have kids, that's something that I might actually do. I'm like, you know what? I got a camera right here, and I got a phone. I can go on to the bar and get wasted until four o'clock in the morning. I can get away with it. Boom. Right. Yeah. Wrong. How are they going to, what, what do you do when the kid, like, like say the kid uh, is choking on something. You think you're going to actually make it home before the kid fucking finishes, uh, you know, eating it, uh, you know, going to hell with a button in his mouth. Cause babies go to hell. Of course they haven't been saved yet. Uh, so yeah. Or picked up. Somebody picks up the kid, the kid, you just see hands. Right. And then they, the kid disappears. Yo, what? <laughs> What if somebody breaks into their house trying to steal underwear? They're in there like boom, boom, boom. Awesome. Baby starts crying. Score. You know, <laughs> oh, man. we're kind of picking on these Asians there, though. I mean, again, you know, I mean, like uh, this, this was an Asian family, right? I mean, like uh, leave I'm them alone. I'm pretty sure they're Japanese, Pat. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure I mean, there's no photos of the baby or the parents or anything. I, I know one's 50 something, one's 20 something, and the baby's like seven months. But that's, that's about it. <laughs> I'm trying not to stereotype. I don't want to draw conclusions. It seems racist to do so. Uh, however, uh, yeah, I think you're right about it. Yeah, probably. Wild, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you know what? Japan's always the future. It's a little bit like right now, for instance, you're in the future. You are Monday night. I'm Monday morning. You know what it's going to be. You know what it's going to be like fucking uh, 11 hours to 13 hours from now. Right. Put the lottery number. I got it. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Boom. Yeah. And the lottery winning card. You get Dick, Jenny, Dick. Uh, I would say, um, I, w- I would say that uh, every time I see uh, Japanese people, they look like they're from the future when they come here, you know, and uh, they dress like they're from the future. They look, they have a futuristic look, 
Koreans, though, think that they are the top of the Asian pyramid. Have you ever noticed that? Well, because K-pop is so big. <laughs> uh, you, I don't listen to K-pop, but everybody like I got friends that fucking listen to K-pop. They don't even speak Korean, but they they, they know all the, the the words to like songs like I, I'm not going to do any songs like like singing or anything like that. But the thing is, it's just like K-pop is huge, dude. Yeah. And then their that, movies are actually pretty good, too. Really? I did not know. I have never seen. I didn't know that they made good movies in, in Korea. Neither did I. As they call no, actually, no, no. <laughs> they got this one movie. It's actually not a movie. It's called, well, actually, no, they got a movie called Parasite. That's absolutely phenomenal. And then they got a uh, kind of like a TV show called Squid Games, which is fucked I, up, I, dude. I, yeah, we've got that here. We got Squid Games. I don't watch it, but I've but I've heard of it. A lot of people watch it here. I don't get it. I, I tried to get into an episode of it, and... Uh, yeah, I just, I just, uh, it didn't take. You know what I mean? Breaking Bad, it wasn't. I like American shit. I can't help it. I just, fuck it. I just like American shit. Well, I do too. I'm American, but I mean, but since I'm in Asia, you know, I mean, yeah, I watch a yeah. lot of international weird stuff or whatever, dude. But yes, yeah, yeah. games, dude. When in Asia, yeah. yeah, when in Rome. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, next story, man. You got another one? Yeah, no, no, go right ahead. Blast away. Oh, God, dude, I'm getting wasted, dude. All right, <clears throat> here we go. See, man, right? See, where should I go? You should go to nyccrimereport.locals.com. That's a great place. For to go. A lot of a lot of other stuff, a lot of other shit there, a lot of other shows, including dog fuckers and uh, late as fuck. Dog fuckers. Oh, that's bad. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right, last story. <laughs> Ex Yamato transport worker arrested for stealing 20 diamonds from package. This story took place in Osaka. Aish to do. All right. Uh, Pink Panther song play now. Osaka Prefecture Police have arrested a 47-year-old former employee of the Yamato Transport Company, a major parcel delivery company in Japan, for allegedly stealing 20 diamonds from a package last year. The stolen diamonds were worth about 12,520,000 yen. Holy shit, dude. I was thinking about investing in Tesla, but I should buy some diamonds. Holy smokes. That's a lot of fucking money. That right there is basically $1,200,000. Oh, 20 diamonds. It's a lot, dude. The di You think it's like a huge diamond? How big are diamonds? I don't know. That's fucking crazy. Baseball? Yeah. Size? I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. 20. You know, diamonds can be, I would say about like that. I'd say 20 diamonds about like that. I'm guessing. What the fuck do I know? The size of a quarter? Wow, that's crazy, dude. Fucking yeah. A, dude. According to police, Joji Yakata stole the parcel containing 20 rough diamonds from a delivery center in Yamato's Osaka main branch office in late July last year, Kyoto News reported. At the time, he was working at a group working as a group leader at the branch. Just another reason why you should never trust your boss. Um, police said the diamonds were shipped from a jewelry processing company in Tokyo to a firm in Osaka, police said. Yakata sold the diamonds, but some have been recovered. No other information on the rest of the diamonds was released, which means they don't know shit. Police are investigating a separate claim claim from Yamato Transport concerning the possibility of an employee stealing packages this last April. 
Hmm, I wonder who could have done it. Yakata was fired in May, and police are questioning him on those thefts as well. Oh, man, you think he stole them for uh, power tools or some shit? Why would somebody steal diamonds? <laughs> Listen, well, well, yeah. Oh, go right uh, Well, I would just say, you know, obviously, to sell them. And, uh, you know, he's probably getting engaged. So he kept one back for a nice ring. I mean, like, you can do so many things with diamonds, you know? I mean, I know in Japan, the foot can split wood. But you cannot slice into into glass with it like you can with a diamond. It's a, it's a very sharp tool. It is a sharp tool. It is a sharp tool. Well, you know, in the previous story, you know, I mean, we read about it like a 50 year old guy that was like married to a 20 year old girl and they, they got in trouble for um, you know neglecting their baby that was seven months old. Maybe this guy, how old is he? He's 47 years old. Right. So maybe yeah. if the last guy was 50 and this guy's 47 and the guy that was 50 was dating or he was married to a 20 year old girl. Maybe this guy's dating a teenager and he's like, man, there's only one way to impress a teenage girl. Diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. You buy you buy a you buy a teenager a fucking uh, a Big Mac meal. You know what I mean? You, fucking, <laughs> get her, <laughs> you don't got to go too expensive. It's like a first date. You never take them out to the fucking theater and all this shit in a nice restaurant. You know, a first date, you meet her for coffee. So this, oh, Pat, this I got to say, it's been a long time since I dated a teenager. In fact, I think I was a teenager when I was dating a teenager. <laughs> well, that's that's on you. OK, yeah, on you. yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't improve your love life in that way. I am but a comedian. However, uh, I would say I would say, you know, you might not be aware Maybe you are if you've been following the Hunter Biden thing that, that a lot of times they use diamonds. It's a way of uh, money laundering. What, Hunter Biden was like using what? Well, the Chinese government gave him like a four million dollar diamond, one diamond worth like four million dollars or some shit like Holy that. The thing shit, was fucking that was a baseball. Yeah. And it was it's one. Of, it's a very large diamond. And it's like, here is gift. You know, when in reality, it's like, here is four million dollars <laughs> and then he can take it. And, you know, that's money. Right. So uh, it's 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 it comes off as a gift that's not cash. And, you know, that's their way of uh, making the money run around, you know, is by doing it in the form of diamonds. How do you sell that? Who do you call? Like, I mean, I know a lot of people, but I'm like, hey, listen, I, I've got a diamond and I need to get rid of the diet. Who do you, you know, I mean, I don't know who I would call, but I know who Hunter Biden called his, his crack dealer. <laughs> He's like, dude, I need crack. He's like, listen. My dad just became president. It's really fucked up. <laughs> I need to fucking out. Oh, God. How much crack can I get for a $4 million diamond, you know? Probably $2 million worth of crack. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of, you know, and a couple of whores, you know, to help you do it. Yeah. I don't think that guy's very smart. Dude. I saw some photos of that nah. guy, dude. That guy is fucking out of his head, dude. Have you noticed he always looks really angry? You know, He's, he always looks like. <laughs> he's really upset it's like dude you know you got all the crack and horrors you want and you can apparently never go to jail what's the fucking problem pat have you ever seen a happy crackhead <laughs> <laughs> no. hey everybody <laughs> hey who's got crack <laughs> Yeah. Man, I just woke up this morning. And I just feel great. No, no, I, I don't okay. think yeah. it's more of like an alcoholic after their first beer. You know. <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs> <coughs> 
Oh, All right, well, let's bag it, man. I got another show to do in a little bit, but uh, tell people I, I, on New York listening to New York City Crime Report, where can we find you? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, my uh, podcast is called Got Faded Japan, and it's about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And uh, yeah, that's how we roll. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just Google us and you'll find us, dude. We're all over the internet. Tell Love a friend. It. Yeah. Got faded Japan, which is basically Tokyo crime report. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's crime in the biggest city in Japan. Is it the biggest city in Japan, Tokyo? It's one of yeah, it's it's definitely the biggest city in Japan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, we've been doing this show since 2009. And so if you think the stories that we covered uh, on this episode were insane, uh, listen to the previous episode. <laughs> Yeah, they go back a long way. It's just like this show goes back to 2011. So there's there's plenty of stuff uh, in the in the back catalog uh, to check out. All right, Johnny, I'll talk to you. Uh, let's let's do it again in another month. What do you say? Every month, let's do this, man. All right, thank you so much, Pat. I'll see you later. Later. later Peace. Man. Bye. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. <laughs> Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.